You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Colin show, y'all. It's recruiting news. It's Michael Langston. It's Aslan Hudjavandi. It's Warchant.com, the ultimate Seminole sports source. Thank you for being here. We are live on YouTube. Since we are live on YouTube, we are brought to you by the good folks over at DeLuna Coffee, DeLunaCoffee.com. Come explore our world of coffee. Um, I mean, what do you want? Anything's awesome. I can almost promise. I, I will promise you right now. Anything that you order from DeLunaCoffee.com is absolutely awesome and amazing. Uh, just about the uh, same part of uh, the work that we do over on the website with the recruiting with Austin Cox and Michael Langston. Michael, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm built for this. Let's do it. Um, long, long few days, long weekend, but you know that's what we that's what we do. That's what I'm built for. So uh, let's roll, man. I am not built for this. I was out there for <laughs> all of like two hours uh, and change. Uh, with some of these seven-on-seven stuff that was going on. Shout out to Seminole High School, I think. Uh, they ended up winning it, taking off uh, taking Did that. Out of Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. The team with Goldie on it. Is that Sanford? Yep, yep, yep. That's Goldie. Seminole? Seminole, Sanford. Yep. I don't know what, what the other. Um, yeah, so they won it all. Uh, maybe highlights of that coming up. Maybe not on this show, but later on our YouTube page, which you should be subscribed to, everybody. It's totally free. Lower right corner of your screen. Tap subscribe. Uh, if you could right now, hit the thumbs up button, right, Michael? That'd be nice. Absolutely. Hit the thumbs up button. We got a lot to cover. I know you guys are going to give me some great questions. And oh, and by the way, uh, FSU offered his teammate today, Ethan Pritchard, out of Seminole, uh, defensive back. I don't know if he played because I wasn't out there at that event. I was out there for a little while, but I didn't see it. Austin probably can give a breakdown, but uh, he got offered as well. And his teammate, um, offensive lineman, uh, Max Buchanan also got offered uh, both of them 2025 guys. Um, so, hey, look at Seminole, you know, getting a lot of Seminole over the Seminoles. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so Goldie, and and I, I everything I heard from Goldie today was he was phenomenal. So uh, uh, kudos to, to Seminole. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a program. And, and certainly, uh, you know, they put on a show today. All right, let's get to it, Michael. First question came from Island Boy. He was in before okay. before the bell even rung. Check him out. What up, Warchant? What up, Island Boy? Update on Damon David. Yeah, we uh, man, you got to go to the PRB, dude. Um, it's right there. We've we've covered that uh in detail. Uh, I think I think I think it's going to be either he stays at Oregon or he comes to FSU. That's kind of my vibe, uh, Island Boy. I think I think. The momentum it seemed to be with FSU, and I think as long as they keep pushing, I think I, I think there's a good chance that that they went out. Um, obviously, we're waiting on Damon to make his decision. He said he hasn't planned any other visits, and certainly he was, 
you know, blown away with everything he saw um, on that FSU trip. And we know how much he likes Marcus Woodson. He raved about that. He can go to an article on the front page. Uh, it's right there. Austin could even, or Aslan could even scroll a little lower down there and you could probably see the story. Um, so yeah. uh, that we did on him, uh, it was really good. That. So, you know, yeah, he raved about everything. He raved about the people, the, he, he loved what, the way their plan is to utilize him and what they plan on doing. And also he loved just the, the way they treat their, their players and, and the connection day of the players. And so, um, so we're well, so waiting, but yeah, everything I hear has been pretty positive with, with Damon David. Safety cornerback. What's he project as? Do we know, do we know how, say, how, how much of a need? I don't know. Need, but like how heavy is Florida state on? I mean, he's obviously a take, but like, are they pushing? We think. It seems like they want a free safety in this class, and and he seemed to fit that. They've all gone after several uh, safety prospects, and he kind of fits that category. Very rangy guy that um, they've liked and they've talked to ever since he hit the portal. So, I'd say they want him at safety. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of my feeling on it. And and they seem like they want a safety in this class. Hasn't played a lot, but either is Trey Benson. We saw what he looked like in the spring. So, uh, and we saw what Michael Pittman looked like. They like the Oregon Ducks, man. I mean, <laughs> they, they like going after the Oregon Ducks players. And um, so they definitely are high on this guy. They definitely want him from, from everything I've gotten. That he'd probably be a take. I get the impression he is. Um, they haven't told me definitively, but I get the impression the way they're pushing and, and you, and you bring in a kid in for official visit. Usually that's kind of a sign that, yeah, Hey, we're pretty interested, interested in you. So, I think it's just a wait and see if he wants to go back to Oregon or if he, or if it's FSU. And that's kind of where I'm, I sit on that as, as Aslan's trying to find a seat that sits Speaking his butt. Sit, I, I can't do this, man. I am, <laughs> I am done, dude. I am cooked. Uh, that, that took the fire out of me being out there for two and a half hours feeling that sun, man. Welcome so, to my world, man. It's fun, yeah, ain't it? Recruiting's yeah. fun. Recruiting's awesome. We both look really good though. Look how tan we are right now. It's amazing. Um, Lewis Ross or maybe Louis Ross. Ricky Collins did not show up. I was supposed to go out there and, and film Ricky Collins. Ricky Collins indeed was not there. What does that mean? Are we out? No, I don't think it means anything because he officially visited over the weekend. I've heard that his family has I've, – I've heard his family really connected with Alex Zach. And the fact I've heard his mom called you know, uh, FSU up on her own several times uh, to talk with him. I think she really liked uh, the way Atkins is. I mean, he's committed to Purdue and – he certainly uh, he committed there early, and they were on him early. So he's certainly going to you know go through the process. I wouldn't say you know they're definitely out in or out. I think um, I think he's going to take an. I, I have a feeling he's going to visit again, just unofficially, just maybe see what it looks like, maybe for a game and stuff, and then you know make a decision or I guess go from there. But I don't. He, I've heard that he really wanted to go there. I think it was more of a a high school issue of transportation from what I was told, not transportation that he didn't want to go, just transportation that the school wouldn't allow him to go from what I was told. So uh, he wanted to be there. He planned on being there. He was going to be there and um, that kind of came up. So that's why he wasn't there, but I wouldn't call it as like a no show, meaning they're out. Uh, I think they're very active there and uh, I think they're going to push hard for, uh, I think Mr. Ricky Collins. All right, right on. Shout out to our guy, James B. in Pensacola. I bought a grinder so I can freshly grind my DeLuna coffee. Nothing but whole bean from here on out. That's right. There you yeah, go, James. Whole bean over here, too, buddy. Whole bean team. Team whole bean over here. DeLunaCoffee.com. Uh, check it out again, for real. Uh, moving along here, let's take a phone call. It says call-in show at the top of the screen. Uh, let's go 
to Virginia Beach, Virginia for the 101st time. Maybe it's 102nd time. I, I still don't know. It says 101 total calls. Does that mean the one now is included? I don't know, but that doesn't matter. Gator Kirk's here, everybody. What's up, Gator Kirk? Good evening, gentlemen. What's going on? Let's go. Month and a half before camp starts. Loving the sun. We're loving the sun. That's that's how we're doing, Kirk. How are you doing, ma'am? We're good. We we have the same the same type of weather up here. Hot, humid. We just don't get those thunderstorms all the time. Sometimes, so. But, 110, 110 heat um, index, by the way, today. 110 heat index in Tallahassee. So that was that was interesting. Yeah, we haven't hit that. We've been close early <laughs> this week, but I would like to know who's your Mount Rushmore of the 2023 recruits, committed or not? Mount Rushmore, huh? Um, just going to put me on the spot. Uh, whew, man. I mean, yeah. For me, for me, Shelton Sampson is really high. He officially visited this weekend. I really like that kid a lot. I think I think that changes. There's a lot of ties there with FSU, and um, certainly, you know, we've covered all the ties. So I think for me, you know, at the receiver position, he would definitely be one. I think Jordan Hall, a defensive tackle, is is also very high up there. And Rod Kearney at offensive line, I think, I think those are a few right there off the top of my head that. I think they're they're a big deal if you get. I think it really it starts to show the shift of of what you're doing uh, with the class. And I like a lot of the guys they already have in this class. I think uh, I think a lot of these guys are really good. I know there's a lot of three stars on there, but uh, these are guys that uh, like Randravius Jacobs put on the show at the league camp. Uh, Aslam was there and he saw. I don't think that kid's a three star. I think that's a four star prospect. And then. And then the others, I think, are are really talented prospects. Randy Pittman was out there uh, putting on a show as well, um, you know, at the at the seven on seven tournament. So I, I like a lot of these guys in the class. But as far as uncommitted, yeah, I really like those three. Those kind of stand out to me, Kurt. All right, awesome. Everyone out there, make sure you support the ones that support Warchan. If you haven't signed up, sign up. Hit that thumbs up. As always, go Knowles. And you all have a great, great night. Keep up the excellent work. Try to stay cool and dry. You go. will, man. We will. It's Gator Kirk, everybody, from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's keep it rolling on the phone lines. Let's go right uh, to the villages. Drove through there on Sunday. Uh, you go down the Florida Turnpike, and, man, just huge silence. Like the villages uh, over a bridge. It's crazy, man. They're taking over the entire state. It's, it's Wes, everybody. What's up, Wes? What's up, Aslan? What's, What's going on, Michael? How you doing, uh, Wes? Uh, see, Wes gets mad if you don't stop through. So ne- you better call him next time, Aslan. So you can't, I mean, you can't can't x off a turnpike, man. It's just it's, it's uh, <laughs> far away every time. <laughs> What's up, Wes? What's on your mind, my man? You get off to see me. You get off to see me before you get on the turnpike. It's, uh, it's not it's not too bad. Right. Stop uh, it! Stop stop at the travel yeah. plaza right before you get off. You're good. Yeah, the travel plaza at the Wildwood exit. That's like ten minutes from my house. Okay. There you go. There you go. So it's, it's a classy it's a classy joint. Hey, so, uh, Michael, I got a question. It's a true or false. It's a little bit funny, but also a legitimate question. Okay. True or false, if the unicorn, Destin Hill, isn't on <laughs> campus in class come Monday, he will never appear at FSU. True or false? <laughs> no, I'd say false because we're going to have to wait through this whole summer before we can just X him off the, the list. Uh, you know, I was always told June, but um, 
I'm I'm gonna wait it out with the summer and see what now if he's not here by August, yeah. I'm done. I'm no, done. No, I'm June. Done. June. We're no. not putting him back to August. If he's not here in June, no, he's not he's, here. I'm gonna give you summer. I'm gonna Destin, if you're listening, I'm giving you the summer. Everyone says you're coming. Everyone tells me you're around the FSU side of things that you're coming. So I'm gonna give you to August for me. Now Aslan might have a different take, but for me, it's August and I'm gonna wait till the summer. I'm giving you the summer. That's it. I'm cut off after that. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, the reason I asked is because I know with summer classes, uh, I think that's like you got to be in by then. And also, my thoughts are if he is legitimately coming, like the staff seems to think he is, well, you would think he'd want to get here then so he could be here for fall camp and not, you know, at least get some repetition if he's been out of game, uh, you know, playing time and that for that long, every rep counts. So, yep. you know, yep. I just, that, that kind of was it, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the, I think yeah the, summer, you're right. I mean, yeah, pretty much yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. The only thing I was told, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say the only thing I, I was told that I was told I was going to be given a date when they know, you know, for sure they were going to tell me uh, the date that he is coming. They didn't say he's not coming. They just said they would give me a date for that. So that's, that's what I have. I know it's not much. And, 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 and for people out there that are listening and watch the show, it you have no idea how infuriating it is for me. Like, trust me, I want to tell everyone, you know, just just explain the whole whole situation. But um, we have to do things, you know, a certain way. And and I check on this every week just to see if there's any change. And uh, almost every two days, really. So I'm going to keep doing it until August, and then after August, that's it. <laughs> so I'm done. August, August what? I'm gonna hold you to it. August, August, August first. That's Ooh. that's me. August first. Oh, okay. Nice. I appreciate the honesty. I'm gonna remember that. Very good. I marked that yeah. down. Hey, the Mark other question that. I had was uh, regarding transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you pretty much think that that ship has sailed as far as getting any more transfers at this point, or do you think? Um, I, I don't know what's going on with deadlines and times and with NCAA and all that. I don't know. I mean, if they've kind of got what they've got and that's what they're gonna roll with, or uh, just want to see if that was a possibility still. Now there's still guys. I mean, there's, you got to remember there, some of them are grad transfers, so you don't need, there's not really a timeline for a grad transfer. If they want to jump in, they can jump in. Um, so you, you have Justin Turrentine. That's the offensive lineman from South Carolina. We mentioned he's, you visited last week. I, yeah. I've heard that officially he's trying to set up an official visit with FSU this weekend. And then you also had Damon David who officially visited over the weekend. He's also a transfer. So I, and I don't think, even if they were like they're not a grad transfer or whatnot, I just think they're the NCAA is not going to really. I just don't think they're going to really enforce if a guy, unless it's like egregious, like late July or, or late June or something. I think, I think they're kind of you know, getting to that July mark where if you're not in by July as a transfer, I think that's kind of the cutting point for me. But um, yeah, they're still involved with that, and I continue to hear they're. They're after um, another linebacker. They're kind of looking at somebody, not the guy that I was referring to. That was the SEC linebacker, which everyone knows. I mean, I, sorry, always, always, it's okay to say it now. There's Tresman Marshall, but um, it's somebody else. Um, I don't know a name. Otherwise, I would I would share if I could. But I know they're they're kind of eyeing somebody that isn't in the portal yet. They're, they're kind of going to see if he jumps in, and then certainly if he jumps in. I'm going to mention it on on War Chant, but um, as of right now, that's 
that's kind of it with the transfers. Besides that, I haven't heard anything else about transfers. Yeah, excellent. I knew about grad transfers till I have the time. I just thought, yeah. you know, outside of that, that's probably about it. Yeah, uh, it's we're we're nearing we're nearing the end, thank God. <laughs> we're nearing the end. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy when you know, I joke with Aslan about this a lot and Iron's like yeah, it used to be I do recruiting for until February and you're done. It's like now you have to go all the way to July, you know, to finish a recruiting class. We're still not finished with you know the recruiting class. They just landed a defensive tackle that's uh, in 2022 class, and you know it's like uh, it doesn't end until the summer. And then guess what? You're already you're already starting that next cycle. So it's it's adjusting. It's a times of changing, and uh, you know, just part of recruiting. But uh, it's just interesting. I, I talk about that all the time. Yeah, excellent. Hey, before I go, I went and saw Top Gun last weekend. Fantastic. I mean, one of the best movies I've ever seen. It was great. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Everyone that hasn't seen it, go see it, guys. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but it was phenomenal. Uh, Wes is right on the money. I mean, go see it. I'm going to go see it again. That's how much I liked it. So. Yeah, I mean, most sequels are not. Most sequels don't live up to the billing, but that did. Aslan, have yep. you seen it yet? If not, you need to go see it, buddy. I will. I'll, it's on the to-do list uh, after I get. Get my off energy. your tail, Aslan. Get off your uh, butt, man. Do something. Let's go. Get your butt up there. At least, at least, I, at, least I, at least I saw it before Aslan did. I think everybody I know has seen it, but me. So I feel <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, thanks for the time. Keep up the great work. Y'all don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as Warchant.com, the best in the business. Get you some DeLuna coffee. Get you some Zaxby's. Support the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Y'all have a good evening and go Noles. Bam! Look at that, man. That's a lot. That was a lot, but he got it all in. That's our guy. Wes nailed all of the sponsors, man. I couldn't remember half of them. He got them all. That's what he does. That's what he does. Keeping it back here on YouTube. Uh, shout out to Mark Sermons. Thank you for dropping some doll hairs in the jar. That gets you a little bit of this. Michael, why did it take so long for all teams to start having any interest in Tafasi? That's the latest uh, commitment. Aobami. Aobami? I don't yeah. Tafasi. Aobani Tafasi. Aobani Tafasi. There you go. That's how, that's uh, how I think it's said. Yeah, what's the story with that? So he was a 2023 guy, and then he reclassified to 2022, and it was – UConn, Arkansas, and Virginia Tech were his top four, and then us, obviously. Yeah, I think it's really a lot of people didn't envision him to go to 2022, and then they felt like – then it was a rush, like everyone was rushing. And he's only been playing you know, football for a year. So, a lot. I mean, he's one of those late bloomers, and a lot of people didn't envision him being 2022. So, there wasn't a rush. Like, okay, we can get this guy on campus. He's 2023. We can work him and see there well compared to FSU, who – really stayed on him, uh, kept the relationship consistent. And I think that paid off for them in the end, but that's why he was, he's just a guy that um, one was a late bloomer for 2023. And then, um, and then was able to, and then once he got to 2022, we saw the big scramble. Arkansas was pushing hard. Virginia tech was pushing hard. Uh, more schools were in there, but he, he kind of wanted to keep it limited to the teams that were, were there from the start. And that's kind of why it started. But I can tell you, and I said this to Tom last night when I broke down a commitment, like I have not heard of a defensive tackle uh, that they pushed for harder, at least on phone calls, than I did with this guy. I mean, it seemed like just my perception that Odell really wanted this guy and valued this guy. And uh, they certainly got it done. And I think they see kind of the value of 
of what he can be, not so much what he is now, but what he can be. And and for those who didn't see this guy, he is he is massive looking. Like he is, <laughs> he looks like an FSU player already. Um, so I don't think they're going to have to do too much with the nutrition program and strength condition. I mean, Josh Storm sees this kid, he's going to be like, whoa, boy, I hit, I hit the jackpot because this guy is, he looks like a million bucks. Like he is, he is phenomenal looking. And um, certainly uh, he's got all the, uh, the skill set that you're kind of looking for. Now it's up to Odell to kind of bring out um, all that skill you know, uh, the technique and, and, and fine tune what, what he is. But I can tell you there, this was a guy that they were, they the pursuit was pretty heavy for. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great, man. Hopefully. It and, works out. and then and the I don't, part of it, how many scholarships do we have? If Destin signed, I think it was like four before Tavasi, what I was told. And then, so I think they have room if that's what you're asking. Um, I haven't heard that they don't. So uh, that's kind of, that would be my take probably. So I said three, two or three, something like that. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, at most they probably only get two other guys at this point, right. For like Mm -hmm. 2022. I mean, it's, there's not like there's four or five guys that are right. And that's, and that's why it's a complicated situation when the South Carolina offensive lineman, you have all these young guys. So you have to make sure like, Hey, is this worth it? You know, this could, ruffle some feathers of you already got your fall kind of roster, what it's going to be. And then bam, you already added the Dimitri kid. So it's like, um, you got to be careful and see if, uh, it is the best fit for you. And now the Damian David one makes complete sense. They want a safety. If they wanted a safety, they haven't gotten one yet. So that makes perfect sense for them to do that. And I think the one confusion is just if they're going to pursue and push for the Turretine kid from South Carolina. So next up's our guy, Eric from uh, Cincinnati, but now in Tallahassee, he says that he wants some music. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for you, friend. Michael, keep up the good work. Will Chris Parsons stay committed to FSU? Thanks, Eric. I uh, appreciate the, the contribution. That means a lot. Um, I don't, I, I I've said this when I, I address it uh, last week. I don't think he's going to stay committed. I personally don't. I just, um, just usually when this process starts with the, you know, worried about, you know, other offers. And then it all started when, you know, which was kind of a harmless thing when Dante Moore visited, which Dante's not even a real legit target. And he got kind of pulled his stuff off Instagram. And it's just those kind of things just, they just never seem to end well in the end for everything. Now, obviously I, I love, I think Chris is a, a great kid talked to him many times. I think he's a very personable kid and all that stuff, but that's just not something I think you want to, want to see as far as action out of your quarterback commit. Like, I don't think you want to see that. Like um, they took you first and then they communicated with you that they want a second quarterback before they even pursued these guys. So I think after that, it should be, you know, I think squashed and done, but I understand like he was the first guy, jump on board, but maybe, maybe Chris wants to be, you know, the main guy, you know, as far as the guy, as far as in the class, I don't know. I'm not going to guarantee that he won't be in, but it's just, I have a, my gut feeling is he, he probably won't. I agree with everything Michael just said. Yeah. I never obviously seems to uh, be an encouraging thing when there's some vacillation there. And I get it. Listen, I get it. I don't, I mean, there's, you know, there's people on the PRB there like, oh, this is, you know, not a good sign, like bad character. Then everyone's like, well, hey, man, like 
Florida State's going to play there the field. Uh, this kid's going to play the field as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, everyone's got to look out for themselves. But it does yep. seem like probably at some point they'll go their separate ways. But, hey, who knows? Maybe maybe Collins doesn't come into the fold, and then it's it's all Chris Parsons. But we'll maybe. see how I got to get up for this. Look at this. Holy oh, moly of God. God. man. <laughs> James freaking B, man. I'm going to put my uh, put my James B hat on for a little bit it here. It takes a lot to get Aslan off his seat. Like Right now, I'm, uh, I need an IV. I'm hurting, man. <laughs> I'm hurting. Uh, James B, what is up, dude? Thank you so much. You're the man. We'll, we'll see you in, um, I don't know, like less than uh, – it won't fit. I got my headset on. <laughs> less than 90 days, man, I think. Yeah. Right? We'll, be in, we'll be in New Orleans. Not the, the Duquesne game. I'm talking about New Orleans. We're going to be partying, getting down. But um, 200 bucks, James. You're, it's incredible, man. Your generosity, man. We appreciate it. He's a pillar, everybody's name is uh, right there. Right there, the heart of it. Right there. No. Michael, I apologize if you have spoke on this before. I can't seem to recall what your opinion or confidence level is in the recruitment of Macari Vickers. Yeah, I think they've done a really good job, Macari, but this is kind of – it's kind of similar feelings and vibes to the Terry on Arnold one where he ended up going to Alabama. I'm not saying Macari's going to go to Alabama. I'm just saying it seems like he's looking to see what this product on the field is going to look like. He doesn't seem to be in a hurry, which is the good news. He was at FSU seven on seven today. Um, I, I think uh, from what I hear, he did pretty good. Uh, I think FSU's pushing all the right buttons, but and their DBs. I mean, if you go by the spring game, they look pretty damn good. Like, so, but product on the field is the product on the field. And, um, you know, it's going to be hard to get a kid if you're going five and seven every year. So I think they're going to have to show some product on the field. I think if they say, if they win eight games, I, I think there's a really legit shot that they could pull a guy like Macari, but I think he just needs to see the product. Okay. Ron, we, uh, we spoke to him last year at the five-star camp, didn't yep. we? Yep. We did. Yeah. It's a good player. Really good player. Is Terry on our, he went to Alabama? Is that what you said? Yep, yep went to Alabama. Huh. I mean, just remind me, you look at Macari, he's visited FSU like a thousand times. He's at FSU probably, I, I would say at least 10, 11 times already this year. And it, and so he loves it there and he loves the culture and everything. But at the end of the day, the reason they're not getting kids, in my opinion, is because of the product on the field. And you got to win. You got to win. You got to give them a reason to come here, and the reason has to be something to do with what you're you're looking like on the field. And I think they're growing, but eventually you have to take that step if you want to start getting, you know, high four stars like Macari Vickers and guys like that. So I think that's kind of what, in my opinion, he he kind of denies that, but I think it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. By the way, James, don't ever apologize for anything. Ever. No, not here. No. Not we don't take <laughs> no, he dropped 200. No, no. Uh, Brandon Holloman. What's up, ML? That's Michael Langston. That's I get me. the sense that FSU is right there with keeping the attention of big time recruits. And this thing will take off with this staff when the winds start to show consistently thoughts. Brandon, that's uh you're, you're right on the money. You nailed it. Um, yeah, I think that's a great point. And I, I mean, even more illustrated today, I talked to defensive end Gabe Harris at the 7-on-7. Seven seven. I was there a little bit. He's transferred to Valdosta from, I think, what was he at? Thomas County Central. And Gabe laid it out quick, 
clear. Like I love everything about FSU. I just want, I have to see it on the field. And he's committed to Georgia, but he wants to see it on the field. And he gave kind of indication like, Hey, he gave indication to me the way I took it is if FSU like looks good product on the field that I feel really good about it. I think he's going to take official visit. And I think there's a legit chance to get a guy like that. And I think a lot of these kids are basically rooting for FSU to be good. Like they want them to be good because they love everything else. Everything else checks off for, for them, the way they feel about FSU. So I think the big thing is just, you have to win. Eventually you have to show more consistency in winning. You can't just, you can't just flash, you know, a win over North Carolina or a win over Miami. They want to see kind of a consistent product and, that doesn't mean you have to win 10 games or 11 games. It just means you need to win, you know, around eight wins and, you know, maybe beat a few more rivals. And, and I think if you do that, yeah, it's going to change. It's going to shift. I think it's close. I agree with you. I agree. They're right there. It's it's right there. But kids have to see it. And if you're going to buy into a program, you have to show them something um, that you're bought in as well as far as the product on the field. But great, great question, Brandon. Sorry, James. I'm sitting back down. By the way, Odell, I'm drinking Powerade because Odell says you can only drink Powerade. So um, yeah. this is shout out to Odell. So he's right, man. Recent inductee into the uh, Polk County Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. How about that? How about right. that? Great what dude. Took so long. What are they waiting? Who else is there? I mean, no, yeah. but there's a lot of great talent in Polk County. I don't mean it that way, but like, I mean, if Odell Higgins isn't in your Hall of Fame, I mean, then what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Jamel King is here. Hello, gentlemen. ML. That's Michael Langston. You said a few ago, maybe a few shows ago, a few days ago, weeks ago, months ago. Yeah. Uh, there might be a player to enter the portal, but not going to give his name or what position he plays. Did that player enter the portal? Yeah, I, I addressed him earlier. It was Tresman Marshall. He hasn't oh, okay. entered. So I, you know, from linebacker in Georgia, he visited FSU several times. It's does it. I haven't heard anything about him going into the portal. So it doesn't like that's happening. But um, there is another SEC linebacker. I do not know the name yet. I hate when they do this to me, but I don't want to do that to you guys. I want to tell you the name. But if he pops in the portal, I was told that I will be. I will know the name. So if that happens, I will. I will certainly share. But um, that was kind of the player that I was looking at. It's Tresman Marshall. All right. So then, like over under one. I mean. Do you think they'll take one more transfer, not grad transfer, like one more kid from the portal between now and um, August? I really don't know, man. I mean, I think because the all day- their names are in, man, right? Like, because there was, the, I mean, I know we don't, you and I think the deadline's a little bit maybe of a false front, but I mean, yeah, they did say you had to be in the portal by X date to be eligible for this season unless you are a grad transfer guy. Um, so I mean, there could be guys that put their names in a month ago that we're not talking about that they could. Right. I, I don't. I would. I don't think that's going to be the case. It would probably have to be a grad transfer, but right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, that's very true. I think Damon David's the only one that I yeah. could say like, oh, I think they would take that guy. The other ones are kind of just we don't know, and and maybe that has to do with the situation with the kids from South Carolina. That hey, maybe they think a guy is in or going to be in that they want to pursue. You know, because I agree with you, Aslan. There's not much room in time to do too many more. So I would, I would think two, but wow. that's just me. Yeah, that, that sounds like a big number. Um, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I would say two. I'm just saying they take more uh, two, no more than two. Yeah, okay. two more. All right. Ta-da! 
if Desen Hill does not show up on campus, will you tell us what the reason was and why? He Timmy, didn't show up? Timmy, down the line, if if I'm able to share what I can, I have I'll have to check with my contacts and I will share as much information as I can on the reason why. Um, like I said, it's not like oh, there's some problem with him, you know, and and that's all I really can say. But um, they're working through this, whatever it is. And um, if I'll, I will share as much as I can, but I'll I'll definitely address it in in some capacity. That's that's all I can really say. I can't. I don't want to commit to you and say I'll tell you everything what's going on without checking with the people, the right people, to make sure I'm not doing it the wrong way. All right. Very well. All right. Um, let's see here. This guy's funny. Let's. Uh... Kick him out of here. I like that. That's fine. Shout out to Coach Ortiz. Can't go a day without listening or watching War Chant. Thank you for making life easier in hot Arizona. Shout out. Shout out, Coach Ortiz. Thank you, Coach Ortiz. Appreciate it. Uh, What's going on tomorrow, Michael? Isn't somebody going to be on campus that's kind of important? Yeah, Ruben Bain is here. Um, He arrived late this afternoon. Uh, He's staying for a multiple-day visit. for those who don't know, I mentioned that on the board a couple of days ago, uh, maybe a day ago. I don't know. I, I barely know what day it is. Uh, but I did mention that early in the week that, you know, Ruben Bain would be here. This is his third visit. I think he made two visits in the spring, and then now he's making another one. Um, I think the, the thing you look for on this visit was mainly to lock up FSU's official visit. I think FSU was likely to get one, but I think – they really want to lock up the official. I think he's going to officially visit Alabama, Oklahoma. All I think Oklahoma he already officially visited, but at Auburn he's going to visit officially. So I think um, they're hoping that the FSU visit will be locked up. And not saying uh, there's a weekend, but I don't see June 17th on there, uh, Reuben Bain. So uh, June 17th could be open if you want to extend that stay a little longer and officially visit. But We'll see what he does. I, I do think FSU will get an official visit, but he's I, I plan on getting up with him. Um, I think the visit's supposed to be I know he's going to be there all day tomorrow again. And then I think maybe at least Friday morning or, uh, you know, or something like that. So I'm going to try to get up with him potentially tomorrow, if not then Friday. And then we'll uh, we'll see what old uh, Ruben Bain has to say about Florida State. He certainly likes him a lot, but you're facing a lot of big boys in there with Oklahoma you know, in Auburn and uh, some certainly some some big names in Alabama. So we'll see how it goes. But he, as long as they keep visiting, that's not a bad thing, uh, Aslan. You yeah. keep coming, that's a good deal. And we'll see what uh, his feelings are about the Seminoles uh, after this you know, multiple-day visit. Moving things along here. Oh, there's our dude. It's the dude, man. Ed, let's do it. The dude of the dudes. Guys, this is a very special occasion. The Godfather himself has been kind enough to grace us with his presence. The Godfather. This is his damn house. He lives here. He sleeps 20 feet away. That's right. It's Ed Lemmix, the dude behind this stuff. The Luna Coffee. Go to thelunacoffee.com, everybody. Check out the website. Look at these tumblers they've got. They've got they got not just a wake-up war chant tumbler. they got like a nice little fresh white design, a little black, keeping it, keeping it nice and clean and crisp. Uh, go to the website. Scroll down yep. there. Check it by out. By the way, by the way, Brett, hit me up, man. I'm waiting to hear hear from you. You know what I'm talking about. 
All right, so, Brett. Brett, the, yeah. uh, he's, yeah. Brett's the business acumen behind it. So yeah. Ed's, yeah, Ed's got the palette. Ed's got the fancy, sophisticated palette that makes every bag just off the chain. So uh, yep. it's team effort, family effort. They're Knowles, everybody. They're boosters. They're alums. Uh, they're everything. They're awesome. Uh, what is Chris Parson doing? Mississippi State? Mississippi State? Yeah, the fit doesn't I'm, – I'm with you, Ed. The fit, I don't see the fit there when you're talking about um, – what's the coach there? I'm, I'm drawing Mike a blank. Leach. Mike Leach. Yeah. He's more of a pro-style guy that likes to sling it around. Chris's you know, main attribute is he's very electric. Uh, obviously, he can throw, but that one's kind of a interesting one. But, um, but yeah, it sounds like – I mean, he visited Mississippi State. He's um, – I mean, I think he's originally from Mississippi, so – um, but it, it's a weird fit, but at the same time, being closer to home, I get that and all that stuff, uh, where he's from. But, um, yeah, as far as the fit, it is, it is weird to me as well. Ed, is he going to end up there? I don't know. I mean, I think he's probably gonna, you know, he'll take other visits and, and stuff like that. My, my next thing I want to see is when are you going to come back to FSU? That will say a lot to me if you visit FSU again. All right. Uh, ooh, ooh, glad I almost hit. I almost hit a comment I didn't want to hit on. Ooh, thank you, thank you, Carla. <laughs> thank you, Ed. By the way, uh, thanks for that fifth. That's incredible, man. Uh, you're the man. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, God, this one guy. I gotta let's put him in timeout. All right. By the way, we're not delayed on the scroll, everybody. But like, I, all the comments are coming in real time over here. But I'm trying to like get to the comments from earlier. So yeah, I'm looking at the ones from like 7:25, which is like 15 minutes ago. So you guys are probably all over it by now. Um, so I should scroll all the way to the bottom. Let's just scroll all the way to the bottom. Go to the bottom. Um, all right, Keith. What's going on? The quarterback. I guess keep with quarterbacks. Chubba transfers. AJ's here. I understand you have to go after quarterbacks every recruiting cycle. So going forward, what's your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, you know, I don't think Parsons will be in there. I think the most realistic position that uh, I think FSU can take is is get a transfer quarterback in the portal next year and then get a high school kid. I think that's the most realistic option I see FSU doing. I'm I'm under I under the feeling of my feeling that I think this is probably Jordan's last year. It's just my view. Um, I think you're they're going to need a quarterback, and I think you go to the portal and you get a high school kid, and that's kind of where I think the quarterback situation's at. I think there's dedications to Jordan of what Jordan's done, and but at the same time, we all know this. These coaches have to win. They have to win. You know, so they can't wait around forever, and so that's kind of what I think. Uh, Jamel, are there any five stars or highly rated fours interested in FSU or do they just got to see, uh, the product on the field first? I mean, there's a lot of four stars. Um, obviously I've mentioned several of them that, that are heavily involved with FSU. Um, there's, there's others. Uh, we know Brandon Ennis is certainly interested in FSU. It's kind of, that falls in the same category that, you know, you have to show the product on the field. Unfortunately, a lot of these guys could commit before the product actually starts, regardless of what it is. So uh, that's that's what you go through. But hey, if they really want to be there, and they and you say you win nine games by some chance, you win nine games by some chance, they're going to give F- yeah, they're going to they're going to give FSU a look, in my opinion. So it just comes down to the product on the field. There's no need for me to 
like list every one of them. I'm going to do a new hot board in July, guys. So I will go over all the prospects and and we'll break it down. But uh, there's a lot of guys that are four stars. You know, Keldrick Fox in there, um, like Jordan Renaud's, uh, you know, one. Wilkie Denod is another one. You know, it's a four star. So Luke Burgess just visited FSU. So there's a lot in there, but I think a lot. Some of these kids don't want to see what the product is. Um, all right, let's hop into the caller queue. Um, all right. I don't know. We'll see who this is. Hey, caller, uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Aslan, this is Tom. Hey, Tom, Tom. Ortner from Hey, Tommy! Tommy, oh, Tom, <laughs> the Tom Master. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. There he is. What's up, Tom? Oh, nothing much. I had another question to ask, but then I was listening to Michael talk, and I got to ask, why does Michael think it's going to be Travis's last year? Regardless, I mean, he's not NFL quality. So you think they're just going to move on from him regardless? or? I don't know. I like that question, Tom. The floor is yours, Michael. <laughs> I just feel like there's not going to be an evil as far as how he evolves. He's going to be, the, in my opinion, he's going to be the same guy to what are, are close to the same guy. Yeah, there might be slight improvements, I think, passing-wise. I just don't think there's going to be a drastic change. And let's face it, this staff has to win. They have to win on the field. And if that doesn't happen, it's hard for me to see that, you know, you're just going to go through that again when your your jobs could be in question uh, down the line. So I just that, – that's that's just my vibe. I think, I think Jordan's been tremendous for this program. I think he's a great leader. He's done everything they've asked him to do. He's, he's uh, obviously a phenomenal student and a great playmaker. Obviously, injuries have kind of hurt his – you know, his situation, but, um, that's just my vibe on it, Tom, really. It's just how I feel. Just, I, I don't have a, I'm not going to sit there and act like I know I'm taught to people and they say, Oh, this is going to be his last year. I just, I just have a gut feeling it is. Well, here's the thing. He's going to be surrounded right. by better talent. Sorry, Tom. And, and Corey said this on the podcast many times, like, even if you get 2021 Jordan Travis, he's going to be surrounded by better talent. So by virtue of that, this team is going to be more successful. And I don't know, like eight wins isn't enough to to tell him like, hey, beat it, you know. And I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna tell him to beat it. I just think it might be a mutual thing where they, you know, maybe Jordan is just like, hey, I've done everything I can do. Yeah, yeah. but I don't. See, I don't know. I, I don't know if he thinks. I don't. Know, maybe he thinks that eight wins is enough for him to to put his name into the NFL draft. And, and listen, man, he's been playing college football since 2018. Everybody, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. He's been in. He's been playing college football for a long time. So. I, I guess I could maybe see him just th- figuring to go ahead and, and roll the dice on it, but it d- does seem a little bit risky. But who knows? Yeah. Sorry, Tom, I mean, didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Just from uh, just from my point of view, I mean, I'm not anywhere in touch with a program like y'all are. But if we have eight wins, or if Florida State has eight wins, I don't play for them. But if they have eight wins, it's like how could he get rid of the guy? Like how could he force him out? And if he doesn't have, if we don't get eight wins, I. Don't see Norvell even being the coach next year. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I just, I just think uh, he's done everything. I mean, humanly, you could ask the guy to do. I mean, we knew. Look, the passing's not his forte. We know he's an electric game-breaking playmaker when things break down, and and certainly he can do things. But it comes to a point like, where are you going with this? Like, you have to have somebody that can equally attack teams both vertically and. Um, you know, both on the ground running and, you know, is he going to keep wanting to take that beating on, on the beating on the field? It might be, you know, it's, we'll wait and see, but that's just, that's just my gut feeling on it. It's just like, I don't, I don't know where you're going if you just keep 
banging your head against the same wall every time, even if you have more talent. And I'm not suggesting anything that Jordan's a problem at all. Jordan, they won a lot of games just because of Jordan, like because he is phenomenal. Um, so I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it comes to a point where how much can you do? Fair enough. I have one more quick question that I called in for. Absolutely. I keep on hearing how we're not at Florida State caliber when it comes to recruiting right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was thinking about how Tennessee closed out last year. Why the hell can't, if we're committed, the way how I keep on hearing we're committed, how come they're not just throwing bags at people and getting them signed up? <laughs> just straight to the point, right, I mean, Tom? Just right to it. it <laughs> yeah, I mean – I mean, with NIL, certainly we know SEC teams are going to do that. We know that. And then, to, but I, I will say this about Tennessee: I watched that team the last three or four games. I mean, that that team impressed me when I watched them. I mean, I thought that was a good team, and uh, when I watched them, and I could see they got the, a good QB. Yeah, the obvious improvement. I sure. saw the obvious improvement when I watched that team. So there's definitely growth for the first time in Tennessee football. I can say, in like, I don't know how many coaches they went through. So they actually, I think you saw the growth, but also, you know, the NIL certainly uh, is a positive for them. But uh, you're not wrong, man. I mean, that's that's part of the situation is NIL. But I've always said my my take on the NIL for FSU is, dude, just win games. If you win, it's not going to be a problem. Um, it's not going to be a problem with NIL, in my opinion. Like, the value is going to be there. You're gonna you're gonna increase money every time just with your if you're winning, winning cures a lot of stuff. And I think it would cure the NIL for them, but not everyone is in the situation of doing what Texas AM and Tennessee can do. They just aren't. Well that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. We're they're being competitive, man. They're not yeah, I, I think Florida State's losing. They're not like Florida State's not losing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was hoping it was all in some room somewhere getting ready to get flung out. <laughs> on the no, I don't, yeah, I, I think, I think Tom, I think they're going to be competitive of guys that they really value. Uh, I think FSU will be very competitive. I think they can do that. They're not broke. They're not like poor or anything like that. It's like, you're just talking about Texas oil money and you're talking about SEC teams that, you know, the boosters go out of their way. They're crazy. FSU is a great school, but they don't have that, type of money consistently for every single guy, but they will have value and be competitive. When are we going to value the four stars and the five star kids, you know, but they're getting it. They're getting it elsewhere, Tom. And they're also going to programs that are a little bit more established on better ground right now. So yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's part of it. Those too, teams yeah. are a lot winning a lot more than mm-hmm. FSU. FSU has like what, four straight, uh, five and, uh, under 500 teams. As well. Correct. So Correct. you got You got to give them a reason to buy into the NIL. NIL only works when uh, consistently, if you're showing some kind of product. I mean, I get what you're saying, but also I see other schools do. I mean, UF got players they shouldn't have got. That will yeah, but UF, good. UF, you know, UF got yeah, the thing is, all those teams you just named have been a lot better than FSU as far as productivity with records. Uh, I don't know Florida, but I mean, at least Florida's got SEC money to be thrown. Yeah, I don't I think Florida or Miami can brag about being that much better than us. I wouldn't say that much, but they've been more consistent than than what FSU has done. Oh, like, I, 
It's it's going to work out, Tom. It's going to be all right, man. We're going to win eight games. <laughs> but, the limit. They're all going to start committing. They're going to see the product I'll, on the field. I'll still keep tuning in, brothers. I'll still go to the games. I'm hooked. There so. you go. There you go. Yeah, and that's it's all about just uh, you, how you view your viewpoint on all this. So obviously, we don't all agree. Every one of us has got a different view. But if you win, that takes care of a lot of problems. And that's no really it. All right, Tom. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right, I appreciate y'all. Love you guys. Thank you, thank you, bud. T dollar bills, y'all. Tom, Tom Parker, I, I like him. I like Tom him, Parker. man. Call, call, fair call, question. Call. Fair question. That's a very fair question. That was a great call. Call back anytime, Tom. We, I'd love to. That's the thing. People like I, I love talking to people that don't agree with either my view or Aslan's view. I just, it's just good conversation. That's why you have these shows. All right, uh, rapid fire, Noel Nation 96. Not sure if it's been asked yet. It has been. The linebacker you mentioned yeah. a few weeks ago ever entered the portal. Yeah. Uh, no, what, Tresman? Tresman Marshall, is that his name? Yeah, yeah Tresman Marshall from Georgia. Okay. Timmy, Timmy's back. So we, got, we got a couple from Timmy. First one from Timmy, do we have a shot with Nathaniel Joseph? No, I don't think so. I think he's probably going to Miami. Um, he's from that area. He visited FSU one time, and I didn't get the kind of vibe that, hey, this is a guy that can get. I didn't get that five. Uh, let's pull him up just anyways. I always, I always need to see a face when we're talking about a kid. Uh, Timmy follows up with, are we still in a good spot with William Foles? Yeah, I think they have a great shot with William. Um, I think he's a guy that will officially visit them. My only concern is like he hasn't been on campus since last summer, so I, I kind of want to see him more frequently in visiting. But, yes, they've done they've done a great job with him. I think they have a great shot. I wouldn't say they're in a perfect spot. I think there's other teams, but I think they're in a good spot where or a great situation where I think they have a, a good shot at, at, at pulling him. 6-2-2-12. I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's good. Super, look at that super slow-mo. Ooh, mossing him. I don't know who he's playing, though. I've never even heard of Miami Christian School. Um, Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, nice little drag around. Oh, turns on the Jets. Get the corner. Get the corner. Nope, don't want him. Oh, okay. oh, there you okay. go. Um, can't, can't stop. Uh, Dennis McFoley Jr., not to be confused with Dennis McFoley Sr. Any news about Chris Hollifield? 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 Uh, yeah, he came, he came for a camp. Um, he's the guy they, you know, one of the guys. Um, actually, I don't know if he came for a camp or just, a, I think it was just a visit. He came for a visit and he was with Jaden, uh, I think, one day. Uh, Jane Jones that committed FSU. Um, I don't think they're pursuing uh, Dennis yet. I think he's a guy they kind of want to watch and see where they go from there. Plus, you're going through a whole cycle of 2023 running backs, so I don't think they're going to be a rush, especially with FSU being hot after Dalen Smothers and Sam Singleton. Both of them, I feel like they they feel they have a good, a solid shot at both of those guys. So I think Chris is kind of a guy they want to see more of and later on and just see what, see what he looks like. All right, five ten one eighty eight. Last year's uh, bio, Pearl River Community College. Uh, stand up, Pearl South River, Mississippi. Stand up. Um, all right, here we go. Um, Danielle Silas. It? Yeah, I'll make. It. I'm fine. I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. sometimes you know the questions always aren't bam bam. They're kind of space. I got to scroll. Uh, okay. Danielle Silas, I have heard good things about Will Norman wanting to take an official with FSU. Is this true? What info do you have? He's it. Uh, Danielle, is that how you say it? Danielle? 
Danielle. if I got that right. Yeah. yeah. Danielle. I, I think he's he's wanting to take an official. He's had it indicated on Twitter that, hey, I'm coming back soon. Uh, so I definitely think he – I could say watch out for the 24th weekend. I could see that happening for official visit. Um, I I, th- I still think you, know, you got where, where Penn State and Texas A&M, those are the two teams I hear the most with him. But certainly there's a connection with FSU that he really likes, and maybe it's – you know, he feels really comfortable there. Uh, I think that certainly think there's work to do with him, but I think certainly he still communicates heavily with FSU. Um, so I, I do think he will take an official. Um, that's the kind of the vibe I get. So, but there's also they. The, I think Texas A&M is probably the team I lean more towards in in his recruitment. But um, I definitely uh, I get the impression that he's going to take an official here. Really don't like the redesign of these profile no. pages, rivals. I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah, me and Aslan have talked about that. We're not. We're not a fan. Um, Slo- I like close. Will Norman though. I like Will Norman. Oh yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's yeah. really good, and and JB's done a great job with him. Uh, the whole staff in general has done a great job. Odell, Kiwan Ratliff has been really good with him. Um, so certainly the staff has done their work. Um, I think it's uh, a lot of just you hope that he, he officially visits, but then you hope also that he waits and watches the season and what these guys are going to look like. And and I think the attraction is uh, he sees what you know. He sees what guys like Jermaine Johnson did. He saw what that defensive line looked like and kind of goes back to what I've mentioned before as that was a terrible snap, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the product on the field, just want to see kind of what, what they do as far as winning. And uh, But he's definitely intrigued by FSU. I mean, he loved – I mean, the visit to FSU is the one he raved about so much. And I think this is a kid also that just loves the recruiting process as well. I think he just loves going places. I'd love it too, man. Shoot. Y'all, <laughs> all these, like, every, everybody like under the age of 35 just has Instagrams to show like all the travels they do and stuff, man. I mean, I know it's not going to Hawaii, but man, yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, all right, man, I'll go to Tuscaloosa. I'll go to, I'll go to Boulder. I'll check these places out. Uh, this was from a while ago. Sorry, Octavia. Didn't mean to uh, skip wow. over you. I like this question. I had to scroll all the way back up to find it. If you could go into cheat mode in our recruiting situation, what would you upgrade instantly to help the cause non NIL? Gosh, you're going to put me on the oh, spot. Facility? That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. They had like a, a, a really sweet facility. They could be like, yeah, here's your little sleeping pod. And, you know, it's a, uh, you can zip line to your class from here. It's the jump off spike. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I agree with Aslan about the football only facility. That's a big deal. Um, we don't need a slide like Clemson, but you definitely need facilities and, and upgrades of that and showing your commitment to that. And then just got to get better. Uh, I, I, man, I hate to harsh on this, but it's like FSU's got to fix their passing, you know, situation. You know, they've got to be able to throw the ball. Some of that last year, we saw a lot of that was the receivers. Quarterbacks got to, that's, if I was going to fix something, I would say, you know, fix the passing game. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a, for me, that's a big thing. I mean, so if you're asking me for a cheat mode, that's what I would do. And football only facilities would be a big part too. I think that's a big step as well. But. All right. Kidnap, go to LA, kidnap Caleb Williams, make him come to Florida State. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Sweeterman, what's up? What's up, G? Uh, Michael, do you see a recruit in this class 
that program changing that FSU has a shot at, similar to LaMarcus Joyner? Uh, no, I don't see anybody yet, yet like that. I haven't seen anybody that's LaMarcus Joyner-like or Jalen Ramsey-like or guys that are just incredibly just changed the program. Um, I think certain guys would change your room. You know, I think getting a guy like a Shelton, uh, <laughs> a Samson. Shelton Sampson or or getting a quarterback like a Brock Glenn or uh you know, Ricky Collins certainly changes your quarterback room. Oh, and then, oh really? Like you, you think Ricky Collins is like that's yeah. Player. I like I like him a lot. Um, and then um, you know, there's there's other positions out there, defensive end and and linebacker. I think just getting guys that you know got Will Norman, the guy we just talked about. I think that changes your room as well. You know, getting a guy like that. So yeah, I think I think. I think you have to tra- you have to address the positions of changing the room, but I don't think there's like just a can't miss guy like Lamarcus Joyner that FSU can I think pull you know right now. Sister Carol says we need wins. She is right, Carol. Amen, I'm with sister. you. Amen. Amen, sister. Dante Hall with the offensive lineman and defensive lineman Norvell has brought in. Are they on par with what SEC teams have done? I, I think for the Georgia and Alabama, but I mean, some of these guys, hopefully from a skill set, they are from a ranking for everyone, just subjective. No, probably a little different, not much off, but you know, a lot of these guys are the skill set is, is definitely there. I mean, they can play. Um, I think what about, um, the size, though? what about the size? I mean, do we, I saw a couple guys in the seven on seven camp today. And I'm like, you know what, man, you're going to be starting. Um, you would be, you could beat me up, but I want to be scared of you. I should be scared of you. I'm, I'm 185. I should be scared of you. If you're starting for Florida state, I should be yep. scared of you. And I'm like, I'm not, you, you'd beat me up. Absolutely. I would get got I'm not a tough guy, but I'm not, I'm not I'm, I mean, you walk by Alabama guys like, okay, sorry. I don't want to make. Yeah. Contact. Yeah. I mean, they're not like Alabama guys, but you said sec. So I'm yeah. characterizing all the teams, Missouri, Missouri, yeah. uh, Kentucky, <laughs> But I, I think the skill set for these guys that they have are, are really strong. Um, um, so I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, until you get four stars and rivals 250 and rivals 100 guys that Alabama wants. That's what people want, Aslan. <laughs> people, want people want prospects that Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, Texas A&M want, and they want FSU to get those guys. That's what fans want. Yes. like Because that tells them – Hey, they want these guys. They're good the until right they until, until they stink, and then and then they're like, oh, we don't want them anymore. Let's go to the portal. But yeah, I mean, objectively, that's what fans want. They want a recruit that is coveted. That that's that's how the fan views it a lot, and and they're not totally wrong. But um, I, I think uh, the skill of what they have, you know, on the offensive line is is on par with with some SEC teams. I mean, it is. It's not par with the the big boys like Georgia and Texas A&M and Alabama, because those teams are ridiculous, you know, with five stars. But the other teams, I think it's definitely on par. I mean, I don't, you know, just like looking at this class, I mean, we like these kids as, as human beings, as productive members of society. <laughs> but I mean, I, I just don't, there's not a lot of guys here that like Nick Saban and Kirby Smart were like, hey, man, we want you. Um, I was mainly, it's, it's, it's a barometer, man. It, it's all data points. We don't have PFF for high school. So we don't really know just how awesome they are. We look at the tape. We don't know the level of competition. So 
when Nick offers a guy, when Kirby offers a guy, you know, when Lincoln Riley offers a guy, if you're a defense guy and, and Brent Venable's going after you, it's like, all right, this guy's on the right trail. And then we get some guys that maybe aren't as coveted as you said. Yeah. I was mainly referring to guys that are on their roster, you know, okay. not so much in the high school class. I think, uh, but I think Randy Pitt, maybe Ole Miss is going after him. Last time I checked during the SEC, I think right. anybody in the country would be a fool not to go after Lamont Green. I mean, we've seen that guy. He's, I think he's phenomenal. Um, same thing with Dre Jacobs. I think he's good. Now these other ones, kind of iffy. Okay. Yeah, maybe not there. Now I will say Quintarius Jones is the guy that they have raved about. Like you know, they're very excited about this kid. Now will they hold him? They yeah. haven't done, haven't had a good luck in holding uh, kids from Mississippi. Right. Um, so we'll see. But um, I do know that he's one that they are extremely high on. Um, how about Jim? What about the running back, Mike Mitchell out of Middleburg? FSU has been there a few times to check him out. Yep. Watch his film. Let's watch his film. Yep. They like him. Uh, I can, that's the best way I can answer him is they, they like him. I would put him just barely below the notch of Singleton and some others for me, <laughs> but he's a guy they like. Um, I've heard that from, you know, several FSU contacts have told me, Let's pop in some film, uh, Aslan, and let's watch some Mike Mitchell. Let's do it. Not the Mike Mitchell of Florida that it was a shooting guard, like football Mike Mitchell. What's what's Middleburg? Were they 4A, 3A? I think they're 4A. Let's He's iris fat. up there, camera guy. Let's iris up. Let's get a little better exposure, a little more lighting. That would help is out. This, is this like <laughs> – look, his jersey was flashing. Yeah. I was trying to highlight him there, but all right. Okay. So yeah, what what is the wish list right now? Is like Dalen Smothers, do you think he's number one on the board? Like and, and where do you think Mitchell is? I think I think it's I don't think there's like a clear number one. I think it's Smothers and Singleton at the top, one A, one B, whatever way you want to go it. And then I think Mitchell is slightly behind those guys. Uh I think they they like those two the best. That's kind of the vibe I get. And then um and then they're and they also like Mike Mitchell a lot. I mean they like him a lot. So if something like where they feel like, hey, these guys are not moving as quick as we want and, you know, we, we're sold on this guy, then I could see them, you know, Mitchell moving up to that, you know, one spot or one A, B, one B spot. So it's definitely one that isn't just like, oh, well, he's on our radar. I and mean, they like him a lot. They had him out there and you know, camped him out and, you know, he, he did well. Um, I know uh, they're very impressed with him and, Certainly the thing that jumps out to you when you watch these clips is is the vision, but then also the speed. Like, he, he can go. I mean, he's got some good wheels. I don't know who they're playing against, uh, but he definitely uh, has the pull-away speed you look for. And we know that Yak covers, covets the speed. He loves kids with speed. I mean, he's he's every kid he's recruited, a lot of kids that he's recruited uh, have to have that speed. Oh, winding things down here on the warchant.com recruiting <laughs> Colin show with Michael Langston. Noel Nation 96. How's our recruiting board looking when it comes to linebackers? Um, very limited <laughs> is the polite way of saying it. It's not great. Um, now they do have um I think Riley Nicholson is visiting FSU this weekend. Um, that's the only official visitor I know as of now. As I mentioned, South Carolina offensive lineman might officially visit, but Riley's uh he's out of California. Um, so it, and it, there's not a lot of targets. I'm not going to sugarcoat it in old nation, uh, 96. It's, 
I have not heard a lot of major targets. Uh, obviously, there's some guys that are still there, like D. Creighton, and um, there's others that they're they're kind of talking with. But um, got to pick it up in the linebacker recruiting. That's the best way I can uh, sum it up. But uh, they they needs to get better. I couldn't even find Riley Nicholson on Google. There you go. There you oh. go. That's probably my fault. That's probably not a good sign. I think uh, he spells Nicholson different. He spells it with the E at, near the end of it. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, it's gotten to the point now where um, <laughs> rivals, like if, you get, if you're like one letter off on the kid's name, like it won't pop up. I see a, a 2015 linebacker named Riley Nicholson. Yeah, the uh, nickel part is, is fine with the O, but you have to put the S-E-N, not S-O-N. I know. Uh, I'll go to the uh, I'll go to our our database search or whatever. Hey, how about another question about Destin Hill while we while I handle it? <laughs> there you go. enjoy? That's what you get, Michael. That's what you get. <laughs> well, Tom, I think um, yeah, they will have a spot for him. I, I've already discussed kind of how many I think probably you know maybe two or three, um, but I think they would definitely save room for uh, Destin. And the good if you, if you're looking for any kind of glimmer or silver lining. They're not shooting it down that he isn't going to be here. Like, they're not moving on. It's not a situation where FSU's like, yeah, we don't know about the kid. He could he could end up in, uh, we don't know where, some foreign country. Uh, no, it's like they actually feel like, you know, that, that he's coming. You know, so there's still that. But, yeah, yeah it was funny because Corey was asking me uh, on the Smash uh, Sunday, he was like, is this guy really alive? Does he exist? And I was like, yeah, we've, I've interviewed him a few times in person when unofficial visits. And the funny thing is like he unofficially, I think like two or two weeks in a row. And then, um, you know, and it was great. He was a phenomenal interview and, and it was just great. And then, um, after that, we never saw him again, <laughs> you know, so he, um, whatever was going on. So, um, it's just, uh, it's a weird situation guys. I, I know. What's well, a weird situation is trying to find Riley Nicholson in the data. Apparently. I mean, Ari's a 2023 linebacker, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just type in like Riley and I'm getting like N Nickel with an E. Yes. Hit Nicholson. it. Hit it. No, look at it. And then Angel Diaz comes up. Rivals, come on, man. Like, how? I type in Riley Nicholson. I get David Mata from two. Come on. I, I can't take, find him. I got to Does take a picture of my screen or something. Yeah, maybe need to do that. All right, let's <laughs> take another question or two here. Uh, Marcus Lee, we were just talking about linebacker recruiting and what's up with it. Um, you know, maybe just Not is good. it is it a good year? Is it is it a down year? What, what I mean, it? it's kind of a down year. There's not a lot of elite guys that I've seen too many of. Uh, Ryo Aguirre is is really good, but besides, I mean, there's not a lot of top premier guys, but still. Even with that, you would think you would see some low four stars or some high three star kids that are visiting FSU's campus. I think Caleb Lavallee was the uh, last guy that you know visited uh, that was they were serious about, and he committed to North Carolina. So it's kind of there's not the, the options seem limited, you know. So it's kind of like it makes you question like you know what's going on because you have to get there has to be prospects out there now maybe they see some kids in the fall that they're going to bring in that they feel good that are targets that they've been working on. But, you know, as of right now, it just the, the board seems pretty limited and 
it's going to be a challenge for me to, to make a hot board off this. So it just seems limited right now. It just seems limited. And, and it's certainly a position you want to, you want to add a few guys. Um, certainly we've seen them upgrade their roster with Tatum Bethune. We've seen the emergence of Kalen Deloach uh, based on what we saw in the spring seem to be, he's ready primed to really have a, you know, a solid year. So they have improved, uh, you know, the room there. Hey, you got Caleb Lavalle up. There you go. Yeah, he was saved from like a week ago. <laughs> I can't find Riley Nicholson, man. I can't find it. I don't get it. I but get um, it. yeah, they just, I can't really say what's up with it, Marcus, except that. Um, oh, oh, it's Blake. Blake. Oh, hey, Not, oh, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, guy. Huh? Way huh? to go, No Nation. You got us covered. I see I had the wrong name. Oh, man. Um, all right, I don't want to show you while I don't want to show you how the, the sausage is made of here, but uh, I mean, <laughs> my bad guys, you, you my can bad. Get a linebacker in the portal, like you can get a you know, you can keep that's something that you can keep going to the portal and patching for the time being. So we'll yeah. we'll we'll live. Um, yeah. oh wow, oh wow, look at this, look at the way he looks into your soul. What's up, Blake? What's up with that mane of yours? Looks like uh. Pat Tillman, God rest See, his soul. See, that's kind of why I'm not a big fan of this close-up thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Right? It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of offers. Look at that. Pac-12 royalty, Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, Fresno, Nebraska, Boston College, the Knowles. All right, very well. Six two two zero five. Let's let's put the tape in, Michael. Let's uh, let's put the tape in. And see what happens here. Um, Is it going to let you? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, I figured. I figured got it. I mean, I make it look easy sometimes, everybody, but it's not. I assure you, this is not an easy thing that I sometimes make it look. He's a linebacker. Why was that on his tape? Was he was he was he receiver there? I guess. Is he the right guy? Blake Nicholson, is this you? Do we even have the right tape on your Rivals.com profile as I'm just hammering Rivals? I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know he was a receiver. Maybe he plays both ways. That looks like him. Line, yeah, look at him. Right. Look at him. He's fast. Right, He's got Blake. wheels. He's got wheels. We'll take that. We'll take that. Thanks, Noel Nation 96. Uh, we got Thank a civil you. war going on here. Uh, everybody to your corners. There's like a prime uh, Dion Sanders pro Dion corner and then a pro Florida mm-hmm. State corner. Let's we're all friends here. We're all we're all on the same team here. Um, William McMillan says, Norvell, stop playing. Just throw the bag at these linebacker prospects. That's the only way you're going to get a good one. Yeah, uh, but I don't even think that's going to do it, William, because uh, one, I mean, just throwing a bag doesn't answer everything. As much as everyone wants that to answer, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't work for everyone. You have to show some sort of product to – you can't just – I mean, you see Wake Forest throwing bags out there or Duke. Um, you know, it's like not comparing FSU that, but, I mean, you, say you have to show some kind of product to, to, you know, continue kind of moving up with, with uh, your team and not just NIL. Uh, it has to be more than just – throw money at something and it thinks it's going to fix everything. It's it's, I mean, eventually your product has to be better regardless. Let's see this guy. Some guy thought he was funny. He wasn't funny. I found it. Got him. Uh, Jim, shout out Jim Middleburg, six a. All right. That's solid. That there is solid. Go. Well, that's good competition. Um, all right. That's about what we got. That's about what we got. All right, we're done. We made it to the finish line. Uh, okay. Thanks, everybody, Paul. Thanks, Gator Kirk. Thanks to Wes. Thanks to Tom, Tom Ortner. Uh, shout out Eric Angel, Mark Sermons, Ed Lemix, DeLunaCoffee.com. Check them out. James B. as well. Pillar. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Ed also pillar. Ed on the other side of the pillar that you can't see on this fine piece of granite. Uh, James, you're right there in the middle. We appreciate it. Again, Ruben Bain visiting. So uh, stay connected to wordchant.com tomorrow for that. And then, I don't know, is there is there a individual camp this weekend? What's going on? Where? How else are we getting melanoma? As long as there's a camp just about every damn day. So, uh, yeah, we Was got – Nick doing this? Do Nick and Kirby do this? I don't know, but um, they have an individual camp on Friday, which is my birthday, by the way. Oh, um, right. and, and then Saturday – they have another individual camp and then Wednesday, the final camp, which is the big man camp. And I've already dropped some nuggets on that. Man, I thought big man camp was earlier today. It was, that was the second one. Now we have the third one. <laughs> you got to come doing, out. For- I heard they're doing seven on seven next Wednesday. They've already done. They did seven on seven today and they did seven on seven last week. Oh, I didn't know they were doing a third seven on seven. Yeah. That's, that's news to me, but I do know oh, they have a third big man camp and that's going to be the big one. That's going to be a lot of top prospects or I've heard are coming over for that one. So we'll be ready for that. But yeah, it's uh individual camp on Friday and Saturday. We'll be ready. Let's do it. Do it. Baby. Austin Cox. Thanks to him for uh, his work out there today. Uh, Michael is also out there. The Blitz uh, newsletter will be dropping tomorrow. Ruben Bain visiting, as we said. Uh, top 40, I think, is dropping here. It's going to start dropping in, in a few days. Maybe next week it'll be starting. So uh, the off season, off season, there isn't because we've been working the whole time. Uh, continues. We've got you covered over at wordchant.com, the ultimate symbol sports stars. If you last it this long, Thumbs up on the way out. That'd be really cool. Seriously, we'd appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. For Michael, I'm Aslan. Thank you for watching. Have a great one, everybody.